A judge suspends the deadline for Chicago cops to get vaccinated. Colin Kaepernick compares the NFL process to slavery in a new special. De Blasio puts NYPD police firemen and other city workers on unpaid leave after the vaccine mandate. And will Elon Musk solve world hunger? We're getting into all this more in just one second. If you can, please drop the video, like, subscribe, and notifications on every single day. If you can't listen to the show, the Joey Salad Leader Show, and all the podcast ads, go there right now and subscribe. This show is completely funded and supported by you guys. So if you become a YouTube channel member, Facebook channel member, uh, Patreon member, even a Locals member, whatever you have to do to help get a dollar or two in my pocket monthly, helps keep the show going for free for you guys. And let's get right into this. What they don't want you to understand is what's being established is a power dynamic. So up on the screen, I have a video right now of Colin Kaepernick um, basically comparing the NFL system to, the field, to slavery. Where they put you on the field, teams poke, pride, and examine you, searching for any defect that might affect your performance. No boundary respected. No dignity left intact. Real quick. So they're forcing you. So they're saying, hey, hey. Hey, do you want to make millions of dollars in your dream job that you've been on the pursuit for and search of for your entire life? Do you want to do that? Yes. Okay, let's just make sure you're physically up to standard. Slavery! Wow. That's why. Skip a little bit. Come on, who wants this? That was pretty much it. It was pretty much just showing off like, oh, we got the bit and We got the bit and done, boys. Whatever. Okay, so Kaepernick's been half a decade crying that the NFL teams would give wouldn't give him a shot. Now he's decided that actually being an NFL player is like being a slave. This dude is the most obvious and shameful carn artist in American history. So Colin Kaepernick compares NFL process to slavery in a new special. You know, how about this? If you think it's slavery, how about you don't go to the NFL? How about you don't, uh, you don't want to make millions of dollars willingly? You don't want to go, like literally, literally, that's the thing. These professional sport athletes, I'm not, obviously it's not all of them. I, I, it's Colin Kaepernick, this is Colin Kaepernick, for example. Colin Kaepernick, as a boy, had a dream. I want to play in the NFL. I want to make millions of dollars. I want to be a star quarterback. And he did it. And for a year, he was a flash in the pan, hit star. And he did it. He made millions of dollars, and he was the dream star. Started to suck. Got cut from his team. Started to kneel for the flag. Was super controversial. Nobody wanted to deal with that shit. I think someone gave him a chance, but he was just so awful and just garbage. And he kept trying to get into the NFL and started blaming racism and everything. Because, you know... First off, also, uh, it, why why wasn't there any white people in that slavery lineup? Because there's a there's, a, there's also you know white uh, people playing in the NFL too, and also non-black people playing in the NFL too. So where where are they on the slavery lineup? Or does Peyton Manning not have to get inspected uh, when he when he played? Was he not being inspected? If anything, he's probably more scrutinally uh, being inspected because he's just a, a high valuable player. He's a quarterback in general. He's a high valuable player. So. You know, I mean, I do. I don't even need to break down the logic of of this. I mean, what it seems like is Colin Kaepernick got salty that he sucked and didn't get back into the team. It just it seems like for the last five years, 
Colin Kaepernick has been just crying and making up excuses as to why he's not playing in the NFL. And none of those excuses involve him just being a pure garbage player. Series called Colin is Black and White takes a look at Kaepernick's childhood and the events leading up to his controversy. One scene in particular has gone viral with Kaepernick comparing the draft process and training slavery. Why do people still care about this so much? Uh, someone tweeted out multimillionaire Colin Kaepernick released a video show on Netflix about how the world is racist and they held him back every step of the way. He has no talent or intelligence and is worth millions. What more does he want? I just find it crazy. It's like this guy, he's not even known for being an NFL player anymore. He's been an activist complaining about uh, the racism that he's facing and that's why he's not successful instead of just looking at himself and being like, wow, maybe I'm, I'm just trash. I'm just garbage. It's pretty nuts. It's quite impressive how long he's been able to keep this act going. Completely radicalized. We've got now approximately 9,000 city employees on leave without, play, leave without pay today. So let's do it again. 9,000 city employees in leave without pay status at this moment out of a workforce of almost 400,000. So that's de Blasio saying that 9,000 city employees are on leave without pay due to the vaccine mandates. He's saying that's less than 6% of the entire workforce of 378,000. Remaining 12,000 unvaccinated city employees have applied for medical religious exemption, currently working and testing weekly. Uh, I, I don't know how important these 9,000 are to the, to the infrastructure. Are these mostly fire department? Are these mostly police? Because, I mean, are they clerks? That's the thing. If you have 100,000 clerks, you know, versus 100,000 police, uh, you know, there's a big difference right there. Just being, just being real with you. So this also this includes the uh, New York police, firefighters, and city workers are on an unpaid lead after vaccine mandate. After reaching uh, Bill de Blasio's vaccine mandate de deadline, thousands of firefighters, police officers, and city workers have um, been placed on unpaid leave for not getting vaccinated. The New York City uh, Mayor's Office released data reporting on Sunday that over 20,000 municipal workers remained unvaccinated. De Blasio shared in a tweet. Saturday night that 91% of city workers have been vaccinated. That percentage was at 83% Friday night. A spokeswoman, a person, uh, mayor, uh, told Fox News that 9,000 people. Okay, we just, de Blasio, uh, New York City's vaccine put in effect today more than, okay, we're told, to, okay. Um, yeah, this is repeating the same thing over and over again. My message right now, if you're a city worker in New York City, it's time to, Stick together. It's time to stick together, especially NYPD, especially the fire department. It's time for you guys to stick together. If you got vaccinated and your your coworker, your friend, your brother, whoever it is, is not vaccinated and now they're threat of losing their job, hate to break it to you. It's time to grow some backbone. It's time to stick together. Because right now, everyone's back's against the wall, especially if you're going to stay. If you're going to stay in New York, now's time to stick together because it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. If you don't stick together now, Guess what? One day there's going to be a situation that you're going to be faced where you're going to be put on unpaid leave for a different reason. So you're going to stand up and fight right now before something else comes that's worse. We always say, how much worse can it get? I mean, the Democrats literally locked us in our homes for two years, closed the gyms for, for health reasons. Insane. Like these people are completely deranged and insane. So I have two options for you right now. See, the one it's either one, you're going to stand up and stick together, go on strike and fight back and get some change done, or two, leave New York City. It's one, one or the other. Leave for a red state, leave for a swing state, flip a red, the very least. 
okay? At least do some form of positive instead of just complying. At least do some form of positive. Because at the very least, if you're going to leave New York City the dumpster fire to crumble, every Republican and their mothers should leave New York City immediately as fast as possible. And that just, that's just my, my full-on statement. You guys know that. I've been promoting that every single day for a very long time. If you're in a deep blue city, state, it's time to leave. Especially if you're not going to fight, you might as well just leave. And if you're if you are going to fight, honestly, at the end of the day, I do I feel like this that city doesn't deserve you. But at the very least, we're seeing like we're seeing city workers get together in mass. One sign says, "I'm very angry." At least go down swinging. At the very least. Try it. Try this. You know, like, hey, try this one big, nice, massive blowout to try to get some change done. Now's, now's your time to assemble. Now's your time to stick together. If, if it's any time, it's now. So Elon Musk calls out the UN and calls their bluff. So somebody tweeted out this article from CNN Business. They tweeted out saying, fact check, 2% of Elon Musk's wealth is $6 billion dollars. In 2020, the UN food program, WEP, raised $8.4 billion. How come it didn't solve world hunger? And CNN Business uh, made a post. 2% of Elon Musk's wealth could solve world hunger, says Director of UN Food Scarcity Organization. Now, the reason why the UN people say this, the reason why they say this is because this is part of their hit against billionaires, against the rich. We just need to tax some more. We just need we just need this. We just need more of this. We just need more power, more control. We need to tax you more. We need to get stuff because we can do something good with it. Like, that's all we need. That's all we need. And so Elon Musk, I'm glad he said this. Even though I'm not the biggest fan of Elon Musk anymore, I'm glad he said this. He said if the, if, if the WFP can describe on this Twitter thread exactly how $6 billion would solve world hunger, I will sell my Tesla stock right now and do it. But it must be open source accounting so the public sees precisely how the money is spent. Um, Someone says open source accounting, a terrible idea. The public will see that most of the money is wasted on bureaucracy and incompetence. (laughs) I can assure you that we have the systems in place for transparency and open source accounting. Your team can review and work with us to be totally confident in such. That's the WFP WFP chief said that. But they still, he's asking you to describe on this Twitter thread how the money would solve world hunger. Don't miss an opportunity because you didn't read or follow the instruction. Too much is at stake. That's that's funny. I, I love how they completely ignore that. You think that they would have, before making a statement like that, you think they would have had the information on hand or ready to go or, you know, hey, oh, we know, we know. If we're making a statement like this, we should be able to back that claim up immediately. So Elon Musk dangles $6 billion to fight world hunger, but only if the UN can prove his money would be solved. This is an article by marketwatch.com. Um, I want to see if there's anything else we didn't, we missed that's not from the Twitter thread. I think that's pretty much it. Um, they're saying the must hit back at suggestions that uh, he and other billionaires should step it up now to solve world hunger, point the finger instead of at the prominent global uh, food programs. Musk lashed out at David Basley, director of the UN uh, Nations World Food Program, told CNN that, the, that just a sliver of Elon Musk's and other billionaires' wealth could help solve hunger. $6 billion to help 42 million people that are literally going to die if we don't reach them is not complicated, told CNN. Must responded, if if they can describe it, okay. 
Musk added, uh, please publish your current and proposed spending in detail so people can exactly see how the money, where the money goes. Sunlight is a wonderful thing. Beasley later clarified that he didn't say $6 billion would save, solve world hunger altogether, but it will prevent geopolitical instability, mass migration, and save 42 million people on the brink of starvation. Oh, so now they're, they're moving the goalposts. Though must seem to be calling for more transparency around the UN. The problem in this world is not money. There's so much money to go around. There's so much money being spent on, on things. Even the guy called it out. He says, in 2020, the UN food program raised $8.4 billion. How did it not solve world hunger? The problem's not money. The problem's not throwing more money at things. Like, like I mean, no, that is a problem, throwing more money at things. Because people, these bureaucrats, these people who are running these things are pocketing so much. And they're doing it to fill their pockets. And they're not doing much good for it. I forgot who said it, but it, it's like, why Why would a basically a company, they're basically an or, a company, let's call them, they're an organization that is profiting heavily, individually profiting heavily off of there being starvation in the world. What's their incentive to really fix it? Same thing with the homeless crisis and anywhere. Something with any, most of these crises, that doesn't, don't get me wrong. I'm sure their organization's doing some good. I'm sure this organization probably is doing some good. I'm sure they are probably saving some lives. But now they try to over-politicize things, over-make things too, too political, and they're using it to push their politics. They're using it to push this new world order bullshit. And they're using it to, you know, and they're, they're lying. They're using it to also fill their own pockets. You know, they don't care about world hunger being solved. That's, that's terrible for their business. So a judge suspends a deadline for Chicago cops to get vaccinated. A judge has suspended a December 31st deadline for Chicago cops uh, to be vaccinated against COVID-19. Chicago, a judge on Monday suspended, okay, whatever, whatever. disputes over uh, vac- uh, vacations uh, should be handled as a labor grievance with an arbiter cook. Okay. The effect of this order is to send these parties back to the bargaining table and to promote labor peace by allowing them to pursue remedies under Illinois' law, Mitchell said. The grievance process could last months, the city said last week. Officers uh, who haven't been vaccinated still must be tested twice a week under the city policy. Officers can lose work and and pay if they don't disclose their vaccination status. The principal risks to those who are unvaccinated is to themselves and to others uh, who choose to be unvaccinated, the judge said. Wow, what is that? that wow, uh, finally, like something happened. Something, something actually logical has actually happened for once in this country. Uh, let, I'm, I'm curious to see if uh, Beetlejuice, the mayor there, will ignore these you know, the judge's orders, because it's typical for Democrats to just ignore orders from the judge that they, you know, just don't feel like following or they don't agree with. So um, the police superintendent, David Brown, last week said 70% has disclosed their vaccination status and 80% of the officers reported being vaccinated. Mayor Lori Lightfoot's administration announced a vaccine policy weeks ago drawing sharp objections from police and union leaders. The judge noted that COVID-19 has killed many officers nationwide. In light of the terrible sacrifice, the police... Unions request just to have the grievance heard. Okay, so I'm not okay. Instead of forcing people to do something, you bring it to the conversation and arbitration. This has become too much of a control situation. Uh, Neapolitano said of City Hall. Well, that's the thing is, 
The Democrats, the people in power, the Democrats, they don't care about having some peaceful compromise. They don't care about, oh, we'll make you happy, we'll make me happy, let's find a middle ground. No, they don't care. It's their way or the highway. All that they want is control, control, control. And we want freedom, freedom, freedom at the end of the day. Democrats are totally willing to let the infrastructure of their cities collapse in order to uh, keep up this tyrannical control. They're totally willing to do that, and they'll happily do it. Let's see how this plays out. I'm obviously going to keep you guys updated on this. Uh, it seems like a very important story. We'll see where it goes. Hopefully, hopefully, the mayor does not violate the, the judge's orders in this instance. Anyway, guys, thank you for watching. Please drop a video like, subscribe, and post notifications on every single day. Listen to the full episode of the show, The Joey Saladino Show, and all the podcast apps. If you're listening on Apple, go click the five-star button right now real quickly. Um, also, show is completely funded and supported by you guys. So become a YouTube channel member, Facebook supporter, a Patreon member, or even a Locals uh, member. It all goes a long way. Helps keep the show going. Helps fund and support me to do what I'm doing. Thank you guys so much for watching. Peace out.